0: Hello, and welcome back to Tevating Patiently, the appreciation podcast that highlights, dives deeper, and celebrates the work and accomplishments of our Tony winning national treasurer, Aaron Tevate. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and today's episode is another Rouge recap. Last night, March 28th, I was lucky enough to be back at the Rouge, and this time with friends. This was the show that we had rearranged plans to get to after our plan for the March 22nd matinee fell through when Aaron shared that he would be out of the show. Seek Geek was amazing and worked with us to refund our tickets and help us exchange them due to Aaron's absence. One of my friends that I drove up to the show with Emily, she's going to be on in a few minutes to help recap with me. And the other friend that we met up with, I had not met in person until last night. This ties back into my episode from last week. We've never met in person, but have been talking almost daily. There was no awkwardness when we first saw each other, it all just came naturally. Sure, those Mezcal Negronis helped a little, but if anything, it just made the start of the evening a little more fun. And then to see Ricky Rojas in the flesh at intermission, absolutely unbelievable. My friend that I was with said that it was like we were seeing an old friend again after a long time, and I couldn't agree more, but I'll get into that more in a little bit with Emily. I feel like I say this all the time, but there is just something so special about walking into the Moulin Rouge theater. No matter how many times I have been there, it still takes my breath away. I still take so many photos and videos of the set and stage. I can't help myself. I'm not ready for this chapter of Aaron being back at Moulin Rouge to close. It truly, truly has been one of the best chapters of my life. But anyway, let's get into the show. Sure. Thanks for coming on and recapping this with me after our adventure last night. Um so tell tell a, tell me a little bit just about what you went through to get from the 22nd to last night after that whole fiasco with Aaron, Aaron's announcement.
1: The emotional side <laughs> of it. First, sure. sure. we were I mean the taxes, the text, and everything with both of us almost having emotional breakdowns
0: <laughs> to we be looking forward to us,
1: it. Yeah, we had the countdown all set up
0: mm-hmm.
1: like any Aaron fan would, mm-hmm. and then the calls with SeatGeek, the emails to just get everything resolved. Like I must have talked to three different people. Mm-hmm in order to get the final answer from them sending the discount code just to get last night's ticket. And thank God I got that ticket.
0: You know, I felt like Geek. like, we had, yes, we had a few exchanges, but I felt like they really were, like, helpful and trying to work with us to make it work. And, like, I told you this before, it was just funny. She's like, oh, we don't usually exchange or refund tickets. I'm like, but Aaron Tivate is out. And she's like, oh, hold on. <laughs> so she knew it was coming. Um, But we made it. We got up there last night. Like I know we weren't sitting together. I wasn't even able to sit with Kat. We were just back to back to get the seats, but that ended up, ended up working out fine. Um, So I wanted to just also ask you before we got into the show. So last week you heard the episode just talking about like the friendships and like you know, who we've met through this community. And I said, it feels like natural and authentic. Like, how do you feel when you've met people at shows or at his concert or just like who you talk to regularly? Do you feel like it has just been like a natural flow for you too? Or how do you feel?
1: It's definitely a natural flow. I know like with us, Mm -hmm. it's like we have been best friends for Mm -hmm. like ever. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, even with Kat last night, I just felt like I knew her prior to this and it just was just like an easy flow. Mm-hmm. And then like, same with everybody else that I've pretty much met. It's always been like all good. And like, no, easy. It's, it's amazing.
0: It really is.
1: Yeah, so Sorry. like I even said a- the letter to him, mm-hmm. to Aaron, when I sent the playbill and the- like you created some of these lasting friendships, like you helped facilitate this. Mm hmm. And that's like just perfect.
0: I hope when he like hears that or reads that, he like internalizes it. Like he understands <laughs> on some level how much what he's done and created it means to all of us. But I don't know. i I use like the sound in my story. The, the song, It Feels Like Home, for those pictures outside the theater, because that's like how it feels. We've been there so many times, but just seeing it, turning the corner onto 45th and seeing it. And then the second you walk inside,
1: it really is home.
0: Mm-hmm. I know.
1: <laughs> God, I could like cry and like put on or put like Daughtry's home. Like mm-hmm. that is exactly like how I feel right when we get there at 45th. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Because it really, that place is exactly what created all these friendships. Mm -hmm. So you know it's
0: special. Okay, so I was sitting last night, row D, center orchestra. You were off to the left in row J, and so that was that's our side, left side, strong side. See that (laughs) the sign rays and everything. But so like. For me, I got to see him like full on coming from that curtain, and he was literally walking. Like, feel him brush by from row D, and then we see the sign rays. Like, just describe the sign rays feeling for you. For me, it's like a you're holding your breath, and then he comes through, and it's just
1: ah. it 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 really is a sigh of relief.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like even being in row J, or even on the left orchestra side, mm-hmm. after. Him raising the sign and seeing him walk past you, you know you're you're in for a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. An emotional roller coaster. Yeah. But even when the bohemians come back out at the beginning of the show and you hear the little convo with them, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, these friendships off the stage definitely are brought on by these characters. And it's just like the whole bond. Mm-hmm know how tight and close they are
0: yeah and you really like I've been really just I mean I watch Aaron all the time but especially this run like I feel like I'm yes the cast is there and it's happening but I'm really watching him and in one of his articles that he said he said he's really leaning into like the naiveness and the first act and like he's just in this new world and everything and you really see that like right when he comes in the bohemian like with the bohemians he just looks surprised and he's puts his like hand on to loosen on himself he's like i'm an ordinary guy and then yeah. it goes into the whole thing so it's just been fun to like really watch what he has said in interviews and how that plays out it does and what he's actually doing
1: did he squat last night? because i couldn't really
0: no because because they didn't but do the flip
1: no not
0: oh before that
1: in um welcome to the rouge mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I know I saw somebody squat down and I couldn't tell if it was him or not from where I was.
0: I think, I think he did. He didn't do the usual like jump back that he does right before the end because the the person didn't do the backflip toward him. Usually he like jumps back, but that didn't happen. But then right after that, and I told you this before the show, I was going to look for it. My, one of my friends has been like, rewatching like all the boots and everything and like messaging me things that she's noticing. And one thing she saw is she noticed Harold Ziedler at the end of Truth, Beauty, Freedom and Love. And then all of a sudden it's the Bohemians and then he jumps out and it's like, where did he come from? And she saw it on like a boot. He was in like one of the Bohemian jackets and they pull it off. So I was looking for him last night and I see him when they start to gather and he's in the middle and he's just in his red jacket, but he's like, he's crouched while they're doing the thing which like it's amazing that seen the show how many times and like never noticed that it was just all of a sudden harold's there but it never was like how do you get there but then to just see him like them disperse and here he is and he's like now it's time to meet our star so that was cool to like see that for the first time
1: and even going off of that with the lady m's like noticing them come out in the back and then they all have like a little shawl over or something and Mm -hmm. seeing that disappear in like five seconds Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I picked that up in February from where we were sitting. I was mm-hmm. able to notice that clear from all the other times. I didn't notice that.
0: Mm-hmm. But- oh, I didn't tell you at the start of Diamond. My friend Kat, I was like, we're right here. We'll see Ashley come down. She's like, if you make eye contact, she'll wave. And I looked up and like waved and she she did back. I'm like, she did wave. She did. Yeah, it was like she had her hand like down low and quick little wave. But. Yeah, so that was cool, too, to, like, just really see her up there getting ready. Um, and then, of course, you you had the view. I had the view of Aaron in the box.
1: He was bouncing around. I know.
0: He was having a great time.
1: He was tapping on the outside, mm-hmm. like, the knee bounce and everything. Like, I even caught that during backstage romance
0: mm-hmm.
1: when he's, like, off towards left orchestra. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's holding on the one balcony. Like he's just like literally tapping away over there.
0: Yes. Yeah, he's feeling the music in that moment before before he comes on. And they yes. So we did truth, beauty, freedom, and love. And then
1: Diamonds. diamonds. Perfect.
0: Always. Mm-hmm. And then Shut Up and Dance.
1: <laughs> I mean, he said it in all, in the 54 Below shows bringing the whole song lyric of this woman is my destiny in. And like, if you know the song and then you know, the show mm-hmm. being that all meld in together is just like pure perfection.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's always fun. It can, he's right. Cause it's funny just to, you can just tell right at that song, that's the song where you can tell who has seen the show before and who has not
1: exactly like the
0: reactions. So he has said that and it's just funny to pick up on it every time. And in that scene again, he really plays into like the naivety. like Yes. And everything like how timid he is walking up the diamond to be with Satine. And then he's like, Oh no, I like, can get her back down and then realize what he needs to do. So that's, that's always fun to see. And yeah. And just being that close to the set for the elephant, like just the intricateness of that set for her dressing room and like this, the colors and the whole elephant on the outside set of it, like near her vanity. Yeah. It's like the front of the elephant. Like it just, it's amazing. It's it's fun to see the, just to see the show from so many different spots this run.
1: Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Derek or Derek McLean really outdid himself with the set. Like, completely transforming the theater.
0: Yeah. No, you feel like you're really in it, for sure. But, and then...
1: Firework, I was just getting choked up. Like, I was practically almost bawling my eyes out last night.
0: What's the part that gets you? Like, what's the first part of that song?
1: It's just when she starts, like, noticing that she's got consumption like when she realizes it like with the coughing
0: so like you start right away feeling it because I feel it, like when she after she puts the towels down and she goes over and she's like you don't have to feel like you're a waste of space like when she starts with her hands like that's when it gets me like you're an original that's the part where I'm like oh like you just feel it and then she talked about that like just going off of that, the, she was on the drama podcast today mm-hmm. and they were really diving into that song. And she said they got rid of the paper wow. bag, the the plastic bag lyric. They're like, that's so silly. But she's like, but think about it. She's like, you're sometimes you're just walking down the street in your own world and you see that and you're like, that's me, like just drifting yeah. along. And so it was just really like interesting after just hearing her sing that to then hear her take on it from that podcast is to hear that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that
1: mm -hmm. was a good episode.
0: Yes, it really was. They do a good job and like with their questions and touching on everything with them. Um, And then Pitch Song, of course, is always, and Ashley even said it in the podcast too, just how much fun it is. And you can just tell, like, watching Aaron and Toulouse and Caleb when they're up doing, like, the He Buys Her Love, like, the the little little chorus (laughs) and everything. Mm -hmm. What? The little trio. Mm-hmm. Yes. now
1: did he land really hard last night when they all toppled over because it looked like somebody almost said ouch for my view oh I, didn't,
0: I mean it looked normal yeah okay. yeah i mean i'm sure there is ouch when all the grown-ups are falling on, like adults <laughs> are falling on top of each other but that's always funny and caleb just makes me laugh all the time just his mm-hmm. facial expressions and things he says and even though even if he's not talking to someone he's doing something with his face that's just like funny all the time and this
1: yeah this frown i've been picking up on hamish i <laughs> pick up on that little guy
0: yeah what he does yeah you know i love that one and then
1: just david and ashley together was just like Mindblow
0: so good. Yes. I'm obsessed with David like just as a person and then as the duke. Like he I I love Tam. Tam will always hold a spot in my heart, but I've just seen David so much more in the role. So I'm really like attached to his duke. I'm sure I if I had seen Tam this much, I'd feel that way too.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody who's been the duke
0: mm-hmm. has
1: been there's no comparison
0: mm-hmm. they've yeah. all good. yeah they all take it and make it their own and they do it
1: but then elm just that little dance he does mm-hmm. right before the open up your eyes mm-hmm. just gets me every time so funny
0: and ashley's there's Ashley Satine, her face when she's like, "Oh, okay," and then he goes to chase her. Like, just that's their playful their playfulness turns on, and that's when he starts mimicking her. That mm-hmm. so much happens in that scene.
1: It's like you can breathe at that point. Like,
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: just like you're having so much fun at that with that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: even though you know, like, when Ziedler and the Duke come back out mm-hmm. at that point when they decide that the deal is yes for all the negotiations and you can see the little little love triangle going on you got Ziedler off to the side and then Christian's right behind Satine and she's in the middle and the Duke's on the other side and it's all like
0: focused Mm -hmm. on that
1: Mm -hmm. no it really is
0: and Yes. And then we had, we talked about like, if he did, if he did an opt up in at the end of, I will always love you. I, I didn't think that was new. I think it sounds different. His voice sounds different based on which Satine he's with. So like, cause Tasia, Yo-Yo, Ashley, they all sound like, and then the ones in the past, they all sound different, but I feel like his voice is consistent but mm-hmm. just it sounds like different things are happening based on who he's seen partner with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that and then backstage romance starts off with a bang. Every time I'm glad he got thrown, they figured out they got those little kinks out of whatever happened that weekend to just to see him get tossed through the air. And I still think that, like, I'm sure there's so much trust that goes into that. But I wonder, like, if when he's getting tossed, if this he just has a split second of, like, oh, shit. <laughs> like,
1: Probably. My yeah. heart always, like, wants to drop at that point because, <laughs> like, we know it's going to happen. But,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, it's always thinking, what is going wrong? What happens if it goes wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, please don't let him drop. Yeah, please. They, they won't. They won't. I know, but.
0: It, yeah, it's always a thought. And he just seems like, like we said, he's really playing into the innocentness of the first act, and then he really has been getting dark in the second. Because after the um, only girl in the world, and he sees her, he he is just he's mad.
1: Here comes the rage roller coaster.
0: I know that's when it really starts. Like he is furious just to see her like that, and what's happening. Like, make sure he was mad at before come with may and like walks off the stage but he mm-hmm. found it again when he was with her but then to see her changed yeah that did it to him
1: that really like you can tell see the switch like mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: like he'll throw the paper at the end of bad romance
0: mm-hmm.
1: backstage romance but like when he just goes off improvising
0: mm-hmm.
1: like you know mm-hmm. something's about to go down
0: Yes. And just even when he's going off, like watching the reactions of the ensemble and Satine and the Duke and everyone's like, hold on. But
1: the collective jaw drop in the audience at that point. mm
0: -hmm. Always.
1: It's like we all know it's like, oh, snap. Mm -hmm. You really just say that?
0: Mm -hmm. I know. But then going right into Chandelier, like that still is always, always my favorite. Especially just his part, like, just watching him get, like, so wasted right off the bat. And then when he bursts in with his line, holding on for dear life. Like, that's one of my favorite parts that he sings in the show. I don't know. And then. Roxanne.
1: (laughs) I I just, I always have to check the heart rate right before cutting into it. I know it's silly, but, like. I just, like, because it's, like, one of my favorite parts of the show, and you know. You get worked up, yeah. 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 Like, especially that last part of going in from Chandelier to Roxanne to Crazy Rolling, you know it's, like, an emotional up and down.
0: hmm There's no up.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's just emotional, period. Yeah.
0: But we said, and I'll include the audio in here with the end of Roxanne like there was no opt-up but even without the opt-up he's still singing it different all the time like he distinctively went I love you he didn't flow it all together he was he broke it up which is I haven't heard it that way before neither have I So that's cool. But even though he's not opting up all the time, he's still doing things that are different and keep it fresh, which of course he is. I don't know why we're surprised when he does stuff like that. Um, Crazy rolling. Even before crazy rolling, when he comes into the Duke, the way that scene with him and Ashley, just his heartbreak and the way she has to do the, you're nothing to me and that that quick lift of the chin and just the
1: nothing like yep. it's just oh and then watching awful. her mm-hmm. when the duke's like trying to give her a kiss on the neck or the shoulder and you could just see her like breaking down like mm-hmm. starting to break down mm-hmm. like it's just
0: i know it still gets you i mean yes we've seen this how many times but it still still breaks your heart same with crazy rolling just to watch him completely be losing it and then going right into
1: um
0: the year song. Yeah. Right at the end. But we were saying this for April 9th, like there's going, there's just going, even, I think even more so than May 8th, like every scene is going to have some kind of huge audience reaction. Like just before the your song reprise, when Ashley does, no one owns me, like, forget mm-hmm. it. Like, the theater is gonna erupt like they do anyway, but it's gonna be insane with when she delivers that line for the last time. um the tears, always, and then he comes in and he does the "Why else live if not for love?" and we've been saying it like, does he mouth something to her? Does he not? And he totally does, like <laughs> he did last night, being he like the "What are you doing?" and just shaking his head, and you could see him like once he really you can see him break out of his darkness and he hears come what may and he just like crumpled like to mm-hmm. put the put the gun down and just realize like okay so and that's all him like
1: yeah
0: the power he brings to that scene and the emotion leading up to them coming back together so was there something new that you noticed last night like I shared the Ziedler thing
1: I think it was more, like, noticing, like, with Chandelier. Because I didn't notice that he mouthed something to Satine. Mm-hmm. But noticing it last night was mm-hmm. definitely something I was paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. At least. Or is there anything different besides the Ziegler thing that you saw?
0: Um, It wasn't with Aaron, but Kat told me to watch... Um. Fin- Finley in the back during the rehearsal scene she's like when he's painting just w- watch his expressions and watch what he does so I was watching that and he's very funny back mm-hmm. there and another ensemble member Sarah yes. in. she's hilarious like I'm, I DM'd her this morning just was like your joy is contagious and she just she wrote back saying how much she just loves being on stage but like, you can tell like you're, she's so interactive and she's so funny so it like so, really, just seeing those two last night too was was fun,
1: and it was definitely nice to see like a different take, like with Kevin as Baby Doll and seeing Brandon as Pierre, mm-hmm. like completely different take on those two characters. Yeah,
0: I thought Kevin did great as Baby Doll.
1: He was awesome.
0: He did really well, and his voice—he was right standing where Aaron lifts the sign. That's where he was during the um mm-hmm. Your song and his voice is amazing. Like you never really get to hear him, right? So he sounded really good, but he, yeah, he did really well as Baby Doll. I miss Jay, but get well soon, Jay. Yeah, hopefully he's getting better. We'll see him soon.
1: And get well soon, Clay. I know. Yes, we need him back
0: too. We need everybody back.
1: So what else? What else? Know, there's it was so good like i was just like on an emotional high this morning oh yeah yeah absolutely
0: ivang and i love still like that he's doing the red bucket speech cuz it just adds that little extra how he picks up eric at the end and goes into that and his we still laugh at it every time we take cards we take cash we take jewelry we still all <laughs> we still laugh we know what's coming but it's just his delivery um he didn't really dance off stage like he usually does. He did like right at the end, and then he like ran back out to to blow a kiss to the audience.
1: Well, I missed that part? Yeah,
0: but that's his little signature because there was one weekend, the weekend he didn't get thrown. Right. Someone said he didn't dance off stage and he didn't come out and blow the kiss right at the end. So something was off that weekend. So I'm glad he's doing that again because that's part of his signature interaction that he gives us
1: and then getting to meet ricky last night
0: oh my god yes okay so show switch from the show go to ricky so i'm coming out like i'm washing my hands after that intermission bathroom break and i said it to you i'm like i get the text you're like i just hugged rocky (laughs) what I'm like, I know who you're talking about, but where is he? And then I'm trying to explain it to Kat. I'm like, she she just texted me that she hugged Rocky. We gotta go find him. And she's like, Who's Rocky? I'm like, Ex- Switch the O. And she's like, Oh my god! And we like ran up the steps, and there he was, right at the sound booth, and that was cool.
1: The only thing I'm mad at myself for is not asking to get a picture. Mm-hmm. But getting the hug also worked well. <sighs> I know, but. Oh my gosh! gosh. Him last night was just like the
0: icing on the cake. Absolutely! Oh, that was so special. And him saying to me, he's like, "It's okay, you're shaking. It's okay." I'm like, "Do you know who you are? (laughs) Like, like, do you know how much we we all love you? How much we love you? How much much we've missed you?" And here I am, like asking questions, and you're answering me, and we're having a conversation. Like this is, this is special. Like, and Kat said it. She's mm-hmm. like, it's like, and she told him, she's like, it's like seeing an old friend after time away. And he like put his like hands up. He's like, oh, thank you so much. We're like, it's true. Like you're back. Yeah. It's completely tragic that you're missing a show or two with Aaron. But I mean, just having him back, like it just feels right. It's home. Yeah. And I said that, like, I'm like, we saw your post, like that Robin shared. I'm like, seeing you two together was just <laughs> everything. But yeah, that was special seeing him.
1: I mean it was just like I came up from the bathroom and I walk in and he's like right there I'm like okay I stay calm yeah just said hi and everything mhm and it was just magical
0: I know you know it's like you see Aaron and I like can't ask a question I'm just like hello like and then but I was able to like have a conversation when I saw Saul and then with Ricky even more so it's just like to meet these people that you love so much on stage, to meet them in person, just as everything—it
1: really is. You know like they're the sweetest humans on Earth. They really are. They like, all really I seem to can't be. Say that enough. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we saw it firsthand at the book signing, mm-hmm. and then. January 17th like that was a core memory
0: mm-hmm. I can't
1: like not get that out of my mind I know yeah, but- and then yeah. last night
0: yeah and even just like not even just meeting them but just how they are just with their fans and even like social media like when they're tagged like they share like Jess and Ashley and they make an effort to like share what people tag them in and stuff so it just like makes you feel good it does <laughs> but I know. They are the sweetest humans. It's gonna definitely be I'm sure it's still gonna be an amazing show. It's just gonna be very different, I think.
1: I can definitely yeah. say it's gonna be different.
0: Cause like there was a shift when Aaron and Ricky left. Cause like those him those two and Saul had their own thing and then they figured it out. And then Derek came in and the cast had their own chemistry and then and then there was the shift again. So
1: there's definitely going to be another vibe, yeah. but I mean, it's all going to be good. Mm-hmm. But be
0: great! Now we just have to bottle up everything we can for the next. I think weeks. it was sixteen performances or something ridiculous. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know. I'm not even going to be there on the ninth, and I'm already getting mo- emotional. I know about it's be emotional whether you're there or you're not there. So. I know,
0: but I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we got to do it one more time together I'm during I'm this glad, run.
1: I'm glad everything worked out mm-hmm. perfectly for us. It did, yes, it
0: did work out very, very well.
1: It's all that matters. Yeah. We got to see it one last time mm-hmm. before everything all changes.
0: I think falls apart, and we're committing ourselves to a lifetime of therapy together. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And there it was. Another special night spent at the Rouge. And as of right now, April 9th is the next time I'll be back. But, I mean, that could change. We shall see what happens with entering lotteries or, you know, if I just decide to hate my bank account a little bit more. (laughs) But we'll see what happens. I don't know. It's just wild where we are at in this run. Like it feels like just yesterday, I was sitting on my couch and I see Aaron's posting that he's coming back. And now here we are less than two weeks to go. It's absolutely insane, but we can do it. We'll get through it together. Thank you so much for listening today and for your support of this little podcast. If you haven't done so already, please like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so that you get notified of new episodes. And if you're looking for more fun Aaron content, you can follow me on Instagram at Tevading underscore patiently and over on TikTok at TivatingPatiently no underscore. Hope to see you back here next week for episode 39.